0: of Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we
1: are level Up latina welcome back to another episode of the level Up latina podcast it is episode 94 for us and it's also our march random episode in which we talk about everything and anything that comes up it's the end of the month we're reaching the end of women women's history month and i want to just check in with my two women here que son las que me motivan e inspiran to keep going so let's see how are you and ceci como se encuentran Irene y cecilia
0: Pretty good. Happy to be here, girls. Pretty good. Good.
2: Aquí también está bonito el día en San Francisco. So it's, you know, it's the end of the month. Mucho pasado, pero se pasó de volada también. So we're happy to be here.
1: Yeah, it's like como que marzo is always that eternal month, right? It feels like we're still in March. Like, how is that even possible? And we are officially a year into that pandemic right here in the U.S. where we had the lockdown. And I started, it just made me start thinking, like, last night I couldn't fall asleep. And I'm like, what has happened this last year? Because Archie, today is March 27th. We're recording our random episode on, uh, this weekend. And he turns one today. He turns one. So I had him right at the beginning of the pandemic. There was that uncertainty of my husband, if Otto wasn't be able to be there with me. I'm glad he was. I'm glad they had still not put those so many strict restrictions. And I'm glad it was just him and I in the room, <laughs> And I'm so glad because this is when I realized, dang, yes, estoy ya estoy ruca para andar teniendo más plebes. And like, I felt it. I felt it the most and I started thinking about just that whole my whole labor, you know, he was born March 27th at 8:45 in the morning, just like 15 minutes after his little brother the year before. And I started reminiscing on this whole year, like it's been there's been some there there's been good, there's been bad, there's been a little bit of everything. Obviously the pandemic has not been the best part of it, but the pandemic brought us to a point of self-evaluation, checking in on ourselves along with the people around us. It made some of our of our circles, like our friendship and family circles, obviously tighter. And it also made us reevaluate friendships and family. So it's been rough, um, and it's been good. Y gracias a Dios, aquí estamos, vivitas y coliendo, doing another episode, another random episode. So this is this conversation is going to go everywhere. We were just off air. <laughs> off air. I love how that sounds. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just off air and, you know, like, you know, I'm coming in and we're talking about how, like, for me, this week was just like such a crazy week, but it's also like our lives are impacted by everyone around us. And I think for me, like it was a crazy week, not in the sense that I couldn't, not that I can't handle it, but it was a crazy week just because so many other elements came into it. You know, we, we had to prepare for auto-leaving to have to fly out for work for the first time. Um, he's uh, overlooking the implementation of a project in Indianapolis. That's one of them. You know, he has another project in Laredo, which he'll probably have to go there too. So it was the first trip since the pandemic, his first work trip. The first time he was going to be away from home, the first time we had to start worrying about, you know, him traveling, him possibly catching something him bringing it back to the family bringing it back to us and we've been so careful this year we had to have those conversations before he left as in like okay so what are we prepared for you know we've done so much um we've been so cautious this last year it gets to a point where there's only so much you can do you can control so in this case we're like okay so yeah some, not to stress out but like well what are we gonna do when you get back and you guys know, we we do, you know, we're going to be moving into our house soon, the new house, and it's a lot more space. But por ahorita estamos en nuestra casita, two bedroom, one little bath. You know, there's not much space for us to escape. So there's been a lot of that, like, ¿qué was Like, okay, so you're going to sleep in the living room. If you're in the house, you have to have a mask on. You know, you can't be too close to the kids. Well, then who can watch the kids? And that's another part where I was saying, like, the elements that everyone else contributes into our life. You know, I rely heavily on my mom my you know my nieces and my family to like help me out when I have work things to do or just that little extra hand cuando se ocupa and I didn't have that because my parents both recently like traveled out of town my mom went to acompañar a mi tío to go see the doctor make sure everything was good with him but she stays at his house in Tijuana doesn't leave anywhere and just stays there my dad on the other hand went to be supportive to my nino who is the father of my cousin that passed away earlier in the year and he's like, you know, I totally understood that My dad felt, you know, comfortable going because he has his two shots So se, se siente invincible, like, I could go anywhere now, yeah And my dad was, like, praying stuff like this, girl was like, ay, Diosito, dame fuerzas para poder ir a un casino I'm like, who prays like that? <laughs> okay, like, that. chill out Like, mejor dame fuerzas para poder ver a mi familia otra vez or, No, this man wants to go see the, go the casino that's a, that's lo, a lo le name. importa, le importa, eh El to- pinche vicio, no te digo, you know <laughs> So anyway, so since my dad went out, he ended up, you know, he said he was just chill with my tíos. He ends up like saliendo a cenar. This is San Luis, or Colorado. So this is just south of the he border went to as Vegas.
0: well. He went to Reno. He, he went, went to,
1: to- <laughs> yeah, he went to his Mexican Vegas. He went to the, just across the border. He's like, fuimos a comer birria, que tacos, que fuimos al casino. Pero no te preocupes, no había mucha gente. And I am just like, ¿cómo que no me a preocupar? And the thing is like, we can't worry about other people. If they're not worrying them, themselves, like there's only so much we can do, and this is I mean cosas that we talk about with our clients. Like, I can want you to be successful so much, but you need to want it, and you need to put in the work as well. So I it kind of just baffles me how my dad is just like, me vale madre, and I'm gonna go live life. But I get it. This man's 75 years old. He's like, si sí, pues si me muero, me muero. In, in that case, right? But in, consider it because he comes back. He's coming back to my mom, you know, to my mom's house. Well, to their house, not just her house, but like, yeah, Amanda. So comes back to the house, and then right next door is my sister, my nieces, the people that we count on, and they, like, want to make it seem like it's no big deal, and hence why I didn't have the help, because my dad came back. He was in contact with my mom. You know, my nieces were like, okay, we can help you, but then we can only help you later in the week, and then Thursday comes around, and Otto ends up coming up home earlier than we expected. And then my niece is here and she's like, "Oh, I don't feel comfortable with being here because I don't just traveled and we don't know if everything's good." So then there goes that. She's like, "Uh, you know?" And I'm just like, "Ay, qué tanto." Anyway, that was just part of it that whole thing.
0: I'm going to say that I'm super proud of you because you're strict. Some of us forget what it was like, but you're still really yeah. good about <laughs> having boundaries. Oh, well, my mom, I was telling you guys earlier, my mom wanted to have something for Easter's and she's like outside and then she's like in a restaurant. She's having me invite everybody. And I'm like the spokesperson and everybody's different. I forget that some people are like, no, I don't do indoor dining, even though it's open. I, I mean, si me o- no, se me ocurre. like it's okay. And I respect that boundary. So then I have to go back to my mom and say like, well, some people want indoor outdoor. Like we have to respect where people are. And mm-hmm. I don't mean strict in a derogatory way like you have a lot to look out for you have older parents you have young children your husband will be traveling you will be on your own like you can't get sick even if you're going to survive this thing like you got to be a yeah. 100 and so does he. So it's a matter of like your boundary should be respected. So you're like, oh, like I know I'm going on, but it's because you have that standard. And I think it's great. And we need to be reminded of that because my mom, too, got her vaccination shots and like her life changed. Mm-hmm. Like she was seeing people. She was in random people's cars. She was at the nail shop. She was <laughs> suddenly she didn't give a hoot about any of this. And she had been super strict like six weeks before. So everybody has, you know, either casino vibes or like we got to keep everybody safe vibes or yeah. your mask in the house. Stay, you know,
1: 25 Because, girl, I, I want to go out and have a drink. Trust. Yes. I want, I to, want go to go out, out, out and, and eat. you, know, you know, know, Especially, like, Irene mentions how, you know, she's a social butterfly. She's like, I feed off of people's energy. Like, that really is my thing. Like, I I, I love being around people. I am, you know, like a social vampire, like an energy social vampire, where I'm just like, yes, <clears throat> dame mas. Pero this year, it's just been rough. Just seeing how it's affected so many other people's lives. Like I'm just, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you know, we have to prepare for the worst many times. And I, we were having this conversation. Cause Irene, you were having a conversation with your mom right before we jumped on. But oh, it's the truth. We, a lot of them, oftentimes we have to prepare for the worst. And in this case, I don't think I, I'm not ready for that right now. And I want to, at least for as long as I can, if something is, if I can take as many precautions or uh, prevent things that if from my end, I'm going to try my best. I don't want to be the cause of something. I don't want to be the one that, in the sense of loss, in the sense of hurting or or something like that. I don't want to be the person that inflicts some sort of, you know, bad reaction to someone else or to someone else's
0: lives. You're being responsible, not strict, but responsible. I think that How some about- of us, the responsibility wore off <laughs> <Yeah>. real early. <laughs> and for others of us, it's like carry the flag and we're going to be responsible even longer. And I think that's really, really good. Whether that's keeping distance, whether that's getting vaccinated, because I know, Ceci, I think you're almost done getting vaccinated. Everybody's yeah. taking a different... Or maybe you two Vettel. all.
1: Yeah, I got mine. I got my first dose about two and a half weeks ago. My next dose is on April 2nd. So, I mean, that's all yeah. of us playing our part. I was going to say, yeah, I'm waiting for my
2: second one también on April 15th, tax day. Oh, okay. so, yeah, Yeah, I mean, se, se presentó la oportunidad, right, that, that we could get vaccinated because it's, you know, we're waiting on, on priority, pero se presentó la oportunidad... And so I went for it, and it's like mucha gente tiene miedo, but it's like that's me doing my part to stay safe, and then also thinking of others, you know, and not spreading this because we we're still, you know, also super, I guess, strict for the most part. Yes, we've kind of that we kind of bend it a little bit the rules, but it's like okay, we're gonna see someone, that's gonna be outside, y con las mascaras de todos modos, and all that, and then s- still keep it within like our immediate circle.
1: Yeah, it's it's like. And it's fine to do things like that, right? Um, you guys know that uh, we had to reschedule this recording to the um, for tomorrow because we were gonna plan Archie's first birthday. And while well, it wasn't like pachangon like we've been used to, you know, I'm like, oh, man, my friends aren't gonna be here. So it's, you guys have, have no mas immediate family. But we had to immediately cancel that and like, what is it? You always have to be prepared to like either move things or right? you're gonna plan yeah. things. but life happens and you have to kind of just adjust and you have to find yeah. a way to do it. And we pushed, we had a pull, like push it forward, pull it forward, the party. So it was last weekend and it wasn't really a party. It was just like a gathering, bought some food, you know, Otto's family came, my family came, actually not my parents, and they were feeling really left out. Uh Uh-oh. But I'm like, hey, you, you have to understand. Hey, you
0: want to go to the Mexican casino? casino? That's your party. <laughs> That's how you celebrated his first birthday. Holy uh-huh. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> muy ratón vaquero, tú. Pew, pew, pew. Acá, okay, ¿verdad?
1: <laughs> ¿Te quieres ir allá a festejar? Pues ándale. You know, but I, I would have loved to have him here with a mask on. But, you know, my parents are older. My dad vive la vida a su manera. Uh, my mom, aunque se mire, like, también muy gentil. My mom's a great, beautiful soul. But she's also very, like, you know, and I'm like, I don't want them to be around, you know, Otto's mom who's, you know, over 60, his grandmother who's like almost, you know, 90. And then something happens. And it's like, paso? I had a super spreader event. Oh my God, that was me. Like, no. So I was like, mom, dad. No
0: way. It's like one parent killed the other grandparent. Yeah. One grandparent got the other grandparents. sick. No
1: yeah. La batalla de las familias. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those germs. Like, no, like, I don't want any of that stuff. So, that was hard in, in itself and then just, you know, it was it was just a whole different thing. And then I was, the last part I want to say is like, I was not stuck, but I was with the kids. So by myself, all of this, I was saying like plays into it, how everyone else's lives play into yours, you know, their decisions. So I heavily rely on my family, all that stuff. And and then I'm with the kids. I don't have the support, but I'm like, I have the uh, phone call, the virtual, like out, outside source. So I know it's there, you know? So at least that's some little faith that helps, keeps me going. But then, in midweek, my daughter decides to lock me out of the house. <laughs> hija de su madre, Y, y cierra la puerta like looking at me. Y vengo alla I'm still in my pajamas, you know, because I'm making, I'm doing the breakfast, all that stuff. So I'm like, oh look, oh. I need to go, I need to go restock my huevos, get some yogurt. I need, to, I need something else from the fridge, the back fridge. So let me go out and get it. And I'm like, mm. and it's funny, like you think of things before you like walk out of the house. And I was like. Should I leave the door open? And I was like, Ah, oh, no, because if they run after me, like, no. Mejor me, me la cierro bien, like, just fully close it. And then when I get back, I'll put something down and, and I'll open the door. Well, this little fool, as I'm walking towards the door with the leche, los huevos, el yogur, she looks at me and, like, locks it. And then she closes the other door. That's my door. goddaughter.
0: That's mm-hmm. my goddaughter. A quien sacó? And she closed Cold it. And brave. And <laughs> two both He's going to ask brave. for forgiveness, not permission. Hey. Oh, for real, girl. For real. And I was just like, <laughs> this little mother effer.
1: And at that moment, I was like, okay, where did I leave the kids? Did I leave anything on the stove? Oh, my God. are oh, they going to be God. okay. Did I leave a knife close by? Because I'm telling oh, you, we were talking God. about bangs and like. Cutting her hair, like oh, I'm surprised Gali hasn't cut her hair. Well, I kind of almost saw her with a knife trying to cut her bangs the other day. Oh, God! I am like, Mija, no! And then I wanted to say eso se es hace con tijeras, but then if she finds scissors, she's gonna go for it, right? So anyway, I'm like, what? Did I leave anything burning? Are they gonna burn? No. But I left the music playing because they were playing. We were playing El Sonidito, tú, 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 and then El Coco no. So they were like, we were having a ball in the kitchen until then. Gali locks me out, and I was like, what? What, what window am I get drumming through? I'm ha- what? What window do I have open? I am going to have to break a window, all of this stuff. But then I really thought, I'm like, I'm going to, I found myself saying, swear to God, swear to God. And I said that a lot. I said that a lot this week. <laughs> Finally, yes. I was like, what the fuck am I saying?
2: Me la, la voy voy me la voy a chingar. Me la voy a I chinga,
1: la madre. Sí, güey, pero it's like, porque ya, ahora digo, I call myself, I say shit. And they're like, shit. I'm like, oh, Oh, no. oh like, I know. That's
0: oh, like. Know. It's not- oh. So, entonces, I was like, okay, pero,
1: calmate. Calmate no you're not going to beat the fuck out of her like you know you're, you're you need to just calm down you're, okay whew, let's do this right so i put down all the groceries i had in my hand i was like i need to see her face cuz i always pull the little curtain away i'm like i need to see her face and make eye contact and tell her very assertively that she needs to open the door And then when she opens, I'll whoop her ass. But then I was like, no, okay. (laughs) So anyway, I finally get her to, like the sun's hitting hard because it's the morning. So, you know, my back door faces the the east or, you know, the sun's coming in heavy on that side. So I make eye contact. At least it's 15 minutes later. And I was like, okay, I'm going to knock on the door three times, very assertively. And it's uh, the metal door. So it makes that sound, right? (laughs) It sounds really crazy. She goes up to the window and she finally gets close enough where I can see her ojitos. And I look at her and I go, Galilea, Aurora, Gudiel Burgos, abres esta puerta, pero ya. And I hear it. It worked. And she fucking opened the door. And I was like, oh this little, this little... I was like, you girl, you gonna whoop your ass. But I was so happy she opened the door that I like, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I can't. I'm like, how do I make this? a I, I'm like, not teachable moment, but how do I address this with her? And I took my deep breath and I was like, mija, gracias por abrir la puerta, mamá pero por favor no lo vuelvas a hacer porque algo les puede pasar y si mami no entra no te puede ayudar and all and so finally she was like está bien mamá but she was just the fact that she could do it and the fact that she was like oh what is it going to be like to lock mom into the house was just like one of those things so i knew i could have gone crazy on her i knew and and there was that part of me that really wanted to go just what the hell were you thinking que no se que la and i turned into what my dad sounds like when he's really pissed at us, you know? You make a choice. You're like, nah, this can't be. This is not who I wanna be. See, si les grito, I'm not a perfect mom. But it was just like that was not the right moment to fucking go crazy and and, and hit her. What's she gonna learn from that? You're so
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I handled it that way when my kids were little, but you are so right. <laughs> that's so good.
2: Yeah. Good props to you because you también, I mean, we've talked about this before. I lose my patience really easily and I just uh, you know, uh, I think that the 15 minutes allowed you to kind of like think about it and like process it because in un momento say it's so easy just to lose your shit because I know it happens to me. I mean, just the other day, I was just telling you guys and I didn't lose my shit by the way, but they pulled the freaking drawers on themselves and, um, and they could reach the top drawer for the most part, but it's like, they still need to like tippy toe and they were trying to get their PJs. And I was, I was here in the room and I was like looking at something on my phone. I remember that because en cuanto y el desmadre, ¿qué pasa? Like, I ran, and I remember, like, ya después encontré el teléfono, like, on the floor, so I guess I threw it, y corrí. And then, Luis, like, ¿qué pasó? Yo pensé que les pegaste. I'm like, no, ¿cómo crees? I'm like, no, se tumbaron estas, y they were able to, like, run away from it, like, when they saw it coming, but I was like, en cuestión de segundos, like, hacen un desmadre, quebraron el frame que les enseñé hace rato que tú que nos habías regalado middle for the baby shower and i was just like también i feel like in those instances i i would typically like lose my shit but at that time i was like happy que no se lo, no se les cayó encima you know no se les cayó encima and they were fine yeah. un en la mano, i guess del cajon that she like moved her hand i don't know and i was she, they were scared i think that we were gonna get mad at them we're like no we just want to make sure that you guys are okay don't do this if you guys can't reach something don't step don't pull it you know, call mom or dad because you know you you can get really hurt here. And then you have not on my toe. I had like a cut. No sé ni cómo yo por entrar en chinga, pero me había cortado el, my little uh, tiny toe, pinky or pinky toe, whatever. <laughs> pero ya. Okay. So. Guys, <laughs> I wasn't yeah. good when
0: I was my kids were that age. I I would lose my shit. I was not adamantly. I'm confessing, like I was not good at being patient with my kids when they were little. So I'm, I'm really not. glad that. Isaiah had like four years solito because if I would have had kids like Vettel, I don't know, man. I don't know if I would have survived. Like I really think people would have been calling the psychiatrist, the cops. They would have been this lady's nuts because I barely was patient with him. And I got the four years to like learn to be patient. I feel I was hard on him. And then the little ones came and they were back to back and I was better. But I had my mother-in-law's help, my patient husband's help. I was working, which helped give me balance because – when I was home with the kids, like, doing breaks and stuff, I was one of those moms. Like, I would lose it. So if you're listening and you're kind of like, oh, I wish I was more patient, I understand and I feel you because I wasn't. And I had to work through that and breathe and not, like Beto said, she turned into her dad and the way he would talk. I turned into my mom and my dad at their worst when I'm impatient. Like, they're both great and they have great attributes. But if you put them together when they're pissed, that's who I would turn into and I was pissed. I've gotten better through the years I've chilled and I'm much better with older kids. Everybody has like their stage. I've told you guys this before. Like I am much better with little children that can like sit and talk with me and understand and, because everybody's different. People are just so good at communicating with little kids and so patient. And I just wasn't. The other day, I was I was lecturing about something and I hadn't lectured in a while. And I was only mad because I felt bad for the dog because the gardener came and my oldest didn't even notice that the dog was like cowering in the corner, like super terrified and scared. And just the day before, I told my my son like, hey, you're dropping the ball on your responsibilities. Like... What, you're 14, you know, you got to do the dog, this, that, the other. And you'll give me attitude, like when it's time to walk the dog or when I remind you. And what he does is he just rolls his eyes, you know, kind of, and he huffs and puffs and, you know, and it's like, that's normal. It's okay. But this last time he kind of like, I didn't even say anything guys. I told him like a two, then I told him like a three, then I dropped it till like five 30, the dog gets walked between five and five 30. So i kind of just open the door and let the dog walk in and like, let the dog speak for himself. I'm like not even talking, but my son sees me walk in and it's like, <sighs> He like huffs and puffs and like he throws his like keyboard and he tells his friend, gotta go, I'm gotta go, Michael, gotta go. And I'm like, Dang, what's wrong with him? And he like walks out all aggressive. And I'm like, You acting all crazy. And I thought it's being funny and cute. He's like, I'm not acting crazy. I'm like, man, he's genuinely pissed. I let it be. And I told Diego, like, he doesn't give me attitude like that. He's not allowed to, like, I don't know what that's about. Talk to him. I just dropped it. That's my way of dealing with it now that they're Mm at this age. But the next day I get home and the gardener's like, your dog is terrified. I didn't know anybody was home. And we're like, son, like, come on. Like the dog is the responsibility. So then I start lecturing. That's the whole, when we say like loser shit, then I start lecturing, I'm like, look, I didn't say anything yesterday, but it's different when it impacts somebody else, like da 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 so then I let him know, like, I didn't appreciate how he talked to me, I didn't appreciate that he didn't notice the dog, he's he like, you're, right. you're right, mom, you're right, mom, and then he's 14, 14 and a half, almost 15, I get he's going to have his moments, he's not going to be perfect, so then Diego starts talking about a new schedule, new structure for the kids. We're going to have different days where different people are assigned to the dogs because our kids do better when it's like, forget it. That loose feeling, we tried it, didn't work. Now you are stuck with like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he's yours. And Tuesday, he's yours. And Thursday, he's yours. So we're setting up the plan. And then Isaiah kind of starts like crying. And I haven't seen him crying in a really long time. Really long time. So I'm like, what the heck? And I go, are you crying? Because you're like worried about your like, like, time on the phone is this is like game time like because we have a schedule you know and i didn't mean to be like mean or funny it. he's like no mom i'm crying because i need to do better like oh, I no. oh yeah. yeah. so then everybody kind of scatters and they sit with them and i'm like look dude i'm not trying to make you feel guilty like we all mess up like i know you don't maliciously roll your eyes at me or like huff and puff like everybody gets frustrated i get frustrated but how would i make you feel if i'm on my level of latina podcast girls I have my moment I go and I'm Mm. in a meeting and I'm with the girls and you come in and you're hungry and you need something I'm like girls I gotta go I gotta go sassy and better I gotta go and he's like you're right mom like you're right so it was like great Like that moment of like dude you just gotta be careful how you make people feel and then like he's older so I can talk to him on a different level and I'm like look sometimes we don't mean to be a-holes but after a while, we need to know when we're acting like that. All of us do it. Mm. And we mm. we got to be checked. We get to college and it's like, dang, that guy's an a-hole. And you don't even know sometimes that you have a-hole tendencies. I'm not calling you one. But I'm just saying little moments where you don't even mean to be rude to someone. You're rude. Your body language, your way of being. Like, I go, you made me feel really bad talking to your friend like I'm a nuisance. And he goes, that's what I mean. Like, you're not a nuisance. And you could tell you felt really guilty. And I don't ever want my kids to feel guilty because I hated feeling guilty when I was growing up. My mom was the queen of that, right? And I tell him like, I forgive you. Like it's, there's no malicious, Like, but I want you to be aware. Being aware is how we get better. And since that day, I felt he's been like on it and he'll forget like four weeks from now, he'll probably roll his eyes again. But the point is we all lose our shit and I semi lost my shit in a different way. I lectured about the dog, but it ended well. So we learn moms and dads, even if you're not the best, you're going to get better. Maybe when your kids are more verbal, maybe with just breathing, maybe when your ass is locked up the house. Maybe because your spouse is better <laughs> at it. Like I'm just saying, work on it. Baby steps. Yeah. For me, freaking 14 years to not lose my shit. Everybody's different.
1: But but yeah, it takes and it takes work. I mean, I'm not saying I don't lose my shit. I don't lose it completely. I'll lose it like, you know, half the time.
0: But then I catch myself being like semi, semi li- shit lost. Yeah, semi, semi, semi shit lost. Shit we have we have those moments. <laughs> it's it's a shark, It's like a sharp. It's like not a bar, yes. it's like not a full like no. settle. It's like a shark.
1: Yeah, there you go. Thank you, thank you. That was beautiful. That was beautifully explained, and I appreciate it. You use words that I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed that uh, Isaiah, you talked to. he's like it's not. That, it's not that I'm a nuisance. I'm like, like no. I was thinking Oye, 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 o sea, <laughs> I boy, not learn I to like lost chingona because <laughs> college. The chingona. Okay, level the platina over here.
0: For real, uh, for real, leveled no, up for real. I love
1: it. I love it. But it's like, it, we have to see what works for our kids. Like, right now, Gali and Joaquin both, because Joaquin feeds off of Gali's energy, Gali out of Joaquin's, and Archie just my cute little baby puppy that's just chilling there who barely He's learned perfect. how to crawl so a
0: perfect. day before his birthday.
1: Crawl. Not even one. Happy He's birthday. Crawling. Happy ah. birthday, babe. So, it's just so trippy because right now, reverse psychology is what works on them. Like, no, you know, like... And I catch myself, knowing that that works, I'm still like, ven para acá para ponerte tus calcetines. We all got sick this week because of the, you know, this, um, from her birthday, the birthday party, we, the birthday gathering we had. The kids got a cold because they were out jumping. Otto doesn't believe in the, oh, se enfermaron porque cambió el clima, or because they didn't wear a sweater. Or porque, I'm like, valido, ¿en qué crees? ¿Tú qué crees? You know,
2: like tampoco, tampoco <laughs> okay. mi marido. Dice que no, que that's like a like Latino thing, older moms, and que no, que, que no so, but, ¿quién sabe?
1: Sí, I but I'm like, okay, okay, maybe that was part of it. I agree, Luis, okay, Dr. Luis, you know. And I'm like, okay, uh, super ingeniero auto, you know, I'll get it, I let I'll listen. But it's like I'm like, that plays a role into it. I'm like, they were outbound, like brincando. The, the, it was cold, they were without shoes. And plus, they were in, they were interacting with their killer cousins that they had not seen in a year, you know. So obviously, there's that exchange of little germs that they each carry. So I get it; that plays a role in too. But I strongly believe in what the old moms and the grandmas and the the bisabuelas and tatarabuelas have passed down for a reason. We've talked about this, you know. We've talked about the whole cuarentena, how you know all of a sudden if it's a white, if it's when white culture or or, or white-nized, it's acceptable to take your time off and take care of yourself. Yeah, it's like. Our cultura and we're like, ay, ¿qué es eso? Anyway, point is, Irene just said that reverse psychology works with her dog while it works with my kids. <laughs> and I have to remind myself, you know, that all this stuff. But I know there was a there's a lot of like random shit. Like we always talk about a lot of random stuff. I want to check in with Ceci because I know that recently she just got back to, you know, she's gonna start work and all this. Stuff. I wanna know what's going on with you and all the stuff that's happening with you.
2: Dude, you know, I just realized like a day or two ago that the girls are going to be on spring break. Uh, Not this week. That's my first week. On my second week. And I was like, "En la madre, como no pensé. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? You know, what are we going to do? And I was like, ni that Like, it, you know, push out my start day. You know, yeah, yeah. I, already, I asked for like a whole month. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was asking my mom. My mom's going to have treatment that week. So, And then me suegra. Luckily is also on spring break that that week and he's like pues sí si, si quieres voy te ayudo I'm like, pues sí si, porque no me va a quedar de otra because like ni modo que you're like never you mind that- work i'm going to need another 2 weeks but why are you before <laughs> you start but
1: we know it anyway
2: so i i got that i got that whole thank god figured it, figured it out pero bien emocionada you know i i was supposed to start on monday but you know there's Cesar Chavez Day, actually, uh, that's being celebrated that Monday. So the office is closed. So, so it's my first day, but I'm off. <laughs> Como quien dice. Yeah, I mean, and then so Tuesday, it's my official first day, but it's just—it's going to be virtual. So I guess I'm going to log on and have some virtual meetings. And then Wednesday, I do go into the office. So I'm excited for for that and just, I don't know, starting and I started following like um, the the organization's instagram account and you know they're all about the people y la gente so i was getting excited about that and just kind of like stepping into this kind of new phase of my legal career and just this new role so i'm excited about that and like you know working with a team with them and like new people um i think that's it you know he, see see los nervios de repente pero i think los nervios que tuve when i first accepted the role just they've totally eased and now i'm just like all right come on let's do this i even like i even took a did a cle a continued legal education yesterday that was all about preventing or dealing with burnout in the legal career and i was like i'm ready let's look like, wait, let me do this to kind of like already like grasp at that and like and it was really good. They have like, they had some worksheets and I was like, okay, I'm going to print out my little worksheets and then have them in case I need them. It's just, and it's just kind of some of the things that we already kind of implement with ourselves and with our clients. It's like, okay, kind of like mapping out uh, your day to day or how specific situations make you feel and like talk them out. So uh, I, make, I you know, that was my, my way of kind of planning ahead. And then I was telling Vero actually yesterday that I was also excited um, with with this new role and to talk it out with, um, with us and with our members of the Guilt-Free Squad. Like that's like a good topic to bring to the table, like starting this new role and then, and you know, jumping into wor- a full-time work after being off for like two
1: years. So I'm excited to say the it, least. It's really cool, Ceci, because this is also like, it's like you're leveling up um career professional wise in a different way you're you know you've been used to doing your own clients working with you know having a set of things that you need to do but now there's a part of contributing to a group so you've been doing that here with us right with level La latina uh, and doing that but now it's like you know you're going into this who the professional aspect of you as a le- as as a lawyer is growing in the you're gonna learn about you know team dynamics and team development and being contributing to the team and and how like all that and what role you play there and it's gonna be really cool seeing you grow in that way professionally, um, and I'm excited for you because it's it's always a, a unique experience.
0: Literally practicing what we preach because we are in the working world and we are dealing with our own employee issues and asking for raises or whatever it may be. So the stuff that we counsel you on, it's not like from a life long ago. Like we literally have this business as well as other jobs that we've dedicated ourselves to because we're passionate about that work. And so we get to be even better coaches, I feel, because we are in everyday working environments, learning from that and growing from that and bringing that real world practice back to level Up Latina. I just love that, right? Like you can be counseled, by someone like Vero who understands balance with having children and working. You can be counseled with someone like Ceci who understands having balance with a high power career of family and children which a lot of people say in law you can't have it all and Ceci's really showing that like she may not have it perfectly figured out but she's got balance to the point where she can run and operate two businesses not just one as well as a household with twins for God's sakes. So I think it's really important that it gives us that niche that we are practicing what we preach and so our clients can come to us, like Beto said, as part of guilt-free squad or one-on-one to feel that we are still relatable to them. But yeah,
1: that's a great point, Irene, because many times we're just like, well, who do we like, we reach out to, who do we talk to? And this is perfect. I hope that when you're listening, you know, our listeners are are, are listening to this episode, they understand that we, we have that part of us. That's the, the personal that obviously right now for, um, for myself, for example, it's like the majority of what my life is. But until this point, I was just focused on me being a professional. I'm learning to navigate, you know, you your your identity just shifting from one to another. But it's it's not no longer who you are. It's just adding to that and kind of acoplándote, kind of getting used to the the new you. And we're always changing, you know. Our, it's it's something that you know there's going to be times where we feel comfortable asking for the help, and there's times that we're afraid to ask for the help, because we're afraid of what people are going to think of us. And we've talked about this many times before, but it's it's gets to a point where just like, look, everyone goes through this. And we need to feel comfortable to be ourselves, right? Share our, our 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 life how it it really is, and it isn't easy. But when we have people that we can talk to, then I can. Then I feel for me, I feel like I'm able to do it. Like I've, you know, I've told you guys before. We know when we've had our conversation, like, hey, I, I'm sorry. Like I haven't been my best. I haven't been the best business partner. I haven't been this. And you guys have been always like very supportive and reminding me because sometimes we're very short-sighted into what we're currently living and experiencing and we don't take note of everything else that's happening. So I think it's beautiful of what we have in the case of, you know, with us and, and learning and growing and being able to give ourselves professionally and, you know, and personally personally in giving that love to our personal lives as well. Cause I mean, you're a great example of that, you know, and, and I love that we're all at different phases of our lives in this case. And we are able to count on each other for that. And, th- and that advice, you know, like, I know that I'm totally going to turn to you when my 14-year-old, when my three-year-old is a 14-year-old and she's rolling her eyes at me still. still. <laughs> Same here.
0: <laughs> you know, too, and even with marriage, I love that we're all at different stages of our marriage. Yes. Yeah, when you're talking about like couples that we see that are getting divorced and we're like, oh, my God, we're seeing it more and more and more, especially like long-term couples. Gary Owens, the comedian, is he's been married like, 20, maybe 20 years and been with this girl for like 23 and they're getting divorced and every time we hear about people getting divorced Diego and I've been together 18 years it's like it was like oh like we always feel sad and like super troubled by that because we're like at a different stage in our lives for us it's like oh my god people get divorced at that point like they've been together that long yeah okay like I don't know what's going on there but so yeah we're all at different stages like I know Vettel just got married recently about in the last two years so talk about different straight stages right the swings like when you feel that seven-year itch that they talk about like Ceci and I have been through that I think Ceci's been with her boo at least seven years
2: yeah I mean I mean the the seven-year itch um I guess we count also the real the you know boyfriend girlfriend stage and the engagements because we've been together eight years now c- or going on eight years um uh, but yeah it's I mean that's up and downs in relationships and then this this pandemic has also taught us a lot and For me, it also made us grow closer, I think, because at first it was like, shit, we're here juntos todo el día, nos vemos las carotas (laughs) todo el día, so it's like we had to kind of grow to get uh, used to that and like not getting into each other's space, and even now more so because we're both going to be working from home, so Mm. good thing that he's downstairs y yo acá arriba, so cada quien en su espacio oh my
0: god you need that so much i tell people all the time like diego's office is the garage that's also his gym it's also where he netflix and chills and takes naps like este pobre he does great laundry because the washer and dryer are there but he has his space i have my space the room is pretty much mine each kid has their room the boy shares so the other ones in the living room, he has his space. If we're in the little one's space, which is the living room, he's in our business like crazy. So we stay out of the living room because he's in everybody's business, but not the Zoom for his class. We're all so different. So space is everything right now. Good luck, Ceci. I know you will have it.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, buena suerte. Oh my goodness. Um, anything else we want to drop into this random episode for today?
2: No, I think it's just, you know, happy women's march history month. Um, I just real quick it reminded me to check myself and make sure that I was getting my necessary appointments. Like I got a physical, I got my cervical screening. I even got I always get my thyroid checked when I get blood work because I don't know, they've always been checked it because I someone f- for once noticed that my my neck was like a little bigger on one side and i was like it's just my chubby neck you know, <laughs> you
1: know
0: i like a little feet. neck
1: you know, like, i'm like
2: i, I know little <laughs> my little gordita no paula has it like that too oh, but, yeah. but but you know what one, one of my one of a, a friend from law school i guess her husband saw a photo of me like a year or two ago and and also asked like hey has she ever gotten her thyroid checked i'm like yeah i get it you know the blood work and then they suggested, like, oh, maybe she, she should get an ultrasound. So I was like, I okay. But, and then, so I finally asked for so you it. You could uh, tell
0: by looking at your picture? Is yeah. he a doctor? Oh, how interesting. He's a medical assistant.
2: Oh, uh-huh. he's a medical. Assistant. So just by looking at the picture, so I was like, como que me dio miedito. But, uh, but era cuando estábamos en México. So I never got it checked and all that. And then finally, this time around, on my physical, I... I asked them like can I get an ultrasound just to, you know, make sure and they said yeah, so they ordered one y ya salió bien todo normal. Gracias a Dios. But I say this because sometimes we have a, we you know we need to get reminded to get checked and like
0: I never I remember after uh coming out of the appointment says ustedes, chicas, ustedes también están checado. <laughs> yeah, know, my this. appointments on April 26. Thank you Ceci, for the inspiration. Yeah. I totally took your advice and all my appointments are set. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and now they they recommend also if you had a normal um, perhaps for the year before that's every two years or every two to three years right now. Yeah. Then just make sure you do that. You never know what might happen. A lot of us don't use our insurance. I've shared my story before about that, where, you know, I had a heart condition. I had no idea until I passed out and hit myself. (laughs) And then I was like, um, maybe I should go to the doctor. And it was right after I had finished my first, you know, professional job, you know? So anyway, take your time, make sure you check on yourself love yourself, cuídense mucho, be patient or as patient as you can, semi lose your shit, don't lose your shit all the way. And then also thank you for tuning in this random episode for March. Happy Women's History Month. Let's keep making history. Let's celebrate each other every day. Women are supporting women nowadays, so let's do it. And by that, learn more about Level La of and how we can help you learn about our one-on-one coaching, our mastermind sessions, our guilt-free squad, and go to leveloflatina.com. You can learn about all that information, also about our community impact program. So you can learn what we're doing now on our level page. Also show us some love and also show yourself some love to remind yourself to live a guilt free life and, you know, evolve into this guilt free level of Platina. Grab some of our merch. We have some cool teas on our site. And other than that, remember to level up. And thank you for listening to our random everything and anything episode. <laughs> ciao, ciao.